Did you know that Game Pass or Pass is brought to you for free because of Spotify for podcasters? It's a totally free platform and you can make a podcast today for free. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. And if you think about taking your podcast to the next level with a video podcast, Spotify can help you too. With Spotify for podcasters, you can also earn money in a variety of ways that includes ads and podcast subscriptions. So what are you waiting for? Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to Spotify.com slash podcast to get started right now. time for a very harmonized edition of game pass or pass the podcast where we play games on microsoft's game pass service tell you which games to pass into a friend and which games to simply hop in your spacecraft and just hyperspace travel on by i am Corey. i'm joined by the star fox fan himself basher i am a star fox fan actually uh my, my uh so much so that i like that uh the one where you get to walk around in, uh, I think it was GameCube, the one that everyone hates. Adventures. Star Fox Adventure, which did not start out as a Star Fox game. Uh, I think it's one of those, like, um, well-known facts or, or, like, what do they call them? Like, everyone knows it, but, like, people, like, bring it up like it's a secret. Okay, so that game, as as I was a dumb child... I was super excited about that game. That game is actually not that great. It's a, You're it's wrong. a solid You're wrong. It's great. 6.5 6. Nope, out of 10. Nope, it's better than um, Breath of the Wild. But, I mean, I, I, I'd fight that. I, as a child, I was so disappointed because the final boss is like a Star Fox boss. Like, there was very few actually flying, like, actual flying segments in that game. You did that to, to travel to a new planet. You did a little Star Fox section. So I was ready to fight General Scales, man. I was ready. I you get to the end, and then all of a sudden it's like General. I guess spoiler alert for Star Fox Adventures. You get to the last boss, and then he's like, "Oh no! By the way, um, it was Andros the whole time." And so what do they do? You fight Andros like you do at the end of every freaking Star Fox game, even at the age of eleven. Uh, however, however, it was thirteen, whatever. I was like, "This is dumb. Who did this? Why would you do this? Why would you do that?" Because the gameplay was the best of all time sequel. Uh, let's do this, guys. Like I'm, I'm, I'm the game it. looked incredible, though. It still does, honestly. I liked Tricky because you could hit him with your staff. And then whenever you would feed him, he goes, oh, I'm stuffed. Like, yeah. And I did, I did enjoy in Star Fox Assault, you went back and you said hi to Tricky. And he was an adult then. That is not what we're... We, no, no. We're not going to talk about Star Fox at all. We're going to talk this about... This is literally every episode. This is what we're not going to talk about is what we talk about. Chorus. Spelled with a V on the box art, but a U everywhere else. Wait, is that accurate? What? Wait, it's not spelled with the V all the time? Correct. Okay, we, 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 <laughs> it's only... 
You were just having this conversation. Okay, so yeah, yes, they, they, that's why I was confused. They replaced the V, the U with the V, so I'm calling it Corvus. Oh, but only only on the box art. See, that's stupid. the actual listing. The actual listing is Corvus. See, that's stupid. I don't like that at all. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you a hundred percent here's the description of this game take control of nara on a quest to destroy the dark cult that created her unlock devastating weapons and mind-bending abilities in a true evolution of the space combat shooter along with forsaken her sentient starfighter explore ancient temples engage in exhilarating zero-g combat and venture beyond our waking reality this is a this is a game that Oh, I'm sorry. Here's the rest of the details. Available on Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, and PC. Uh, it is optimized for Xbox Series X and S. Has a performance mode, has a resolution mode, and has a ray tracing mode. Does feature uh, smart delivery, so you can, uh, uh, sorry, uh, cross-play as well as uh, cloud saves. That's what I'm looking for. Cross-saves, not cross-play. There is no multiplayer. Cross-saves, so you can start this on PC and then play it on your xbox i was going to do that because i wanted to check out like a high frame rate mode but i did not um i have checked out all of the performance and all that fun stuff i'm going to recommend you uh, stick with performance mode the ray tracing is very subtle resolution mode uh is fine but this game sings at higher resolution or higher frame rates higher resolution is nice but higher frame rates is where it's at it's fast paced it's action it's all of those fun things. Regular price is at $39.99, but right now you can actually purchase it for uh, 60% off if you are a Game Pass member for only $17.99. So, Chorus. Let's talk about it. Uh, I, Corvus? Chorus? Whatever you want to call it. Uh, this is one of those games that is... Uh, I, I've been asking for a game that, that is really just not so self-serious. Like I'm, I'm just kind of over those right now. But then Chorus comes along, being the most almost Hideo <laughs> Kojima esque really like levels of please care about me, please. Um, and honestly, it was, it was a bit off putting at first. Uh, and that in, the intro, the the intro uh, sequences of the uh, other. I mean, they were fine. It took a while for this game to really click for me. And when it clicked, it was like a whole new world. And my biggest issue with it, honestly, was just how you don't you don't get a lot up front. Like it 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 it, it takes its time to teach you certain systems and in gameplay, but it really created like a a why does he like this so much mentality for me? The first few minutes and then it's like oh wait 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 i get it now yeah it's uh to set up a little bit more so this is it's a it's a flying game i guess you could call it um i have not played anything like um endless space or uh what's that other one uh star citizen you know like i have not played any of those those quote modern flying games um so i wasn't really quite sure what to think about this one sony actually had the exclusive on this for like six months or something um, and I remember seeing that when it um, when it debuted on one of their PlayStation Directs or whatever they call them now. And um, I looked at it and I think like, that's cool. Like, but I'm not really quite sure how it's how, you know, like it looks cool, but it also it, I, I'm not sure what you're doing in it, because in trailers and stuff, like you said, it, it's a very serious story. Um, I have finished this game. I know it happens, but I still don't quite understand like it, it's like it wants to go for that Star Wars type lore where it's so deep and you just like. 
you just you really have to you really got to drill down to understand what's going on. And I'm like, I don't really want to do that. Um, there's AI like it's it's almost like a weird Halo style relationship with with Nara and uh, Forsaken. Like for a second, it, being it's kind of weird or the AI on the ship, the AI in the ship. Yeah. When you don't start with forsaken. So like, like you said, it was, but when, when you, when you first turn it on and you start playing and like, you know, you, you get a feel for the ship. You're like, wow, like this is like, this looks cool. Like there's just these vast, vast, massive areas to just fly around in. And like when you're first flying, like, all right, this is neat. Like, you know, it's nice and maneuverable. But you can't really do anything. You know, you, you just fly. And so you start playing it and you're like, this looks cool. But then all of a sudden, like, an, it's it's a Ubisoft game for like an hour. Yeah, like and, it just kicked in all of a sudden. Yeah. And then like, it's like all these icons pop up. and You're like, wait a minute. Like, what? Like, I don't I don't want to do this. And then so like with you, it, it took me a while for it to click. But for some odd reason, I was playing it and I was just like, there's got to be more to this because there was all these different uh, like slots on your HUD for these different things. I'm like, what are these things? So I stopped doing all the side stuff, which is like straight up filler. Um, and then I was doing the main quest. And then when I got the drift, yeah, the drift, right. The drift changes like, the game. Yeah. Like it's just, it's your eyes open and you're just like, okay, all right. I see what's going on here. The drift <laughs> like, and then the time slip or the teleport thing. Like, yeah. Right. It, it's, it's really one of those games that reminds me of like Ori where very basic mechanics, but when they all come together, create a really easy yet complex gameplay system. Yeah. And it's, I, I absolutely adore this game, but at the same time, it's extremely frustrating because it's rat. Like it is the best star Fox game that we've ever gotten. Not from Nintendo, but it's also, uh, what's the word I want to say? Like it's it's so derivative of modern games that it's annoying. I mean, it, like it's, it's no Crimson Skies, High Road to Revenge. Like let's let's not <laughs> let's not kid ourselves here. You know that is backwards compatible. I have never played You're it. Wrong. Maybe I should. I know. I know. I know. I know. But it's. I say all that because, like you said, it's when you're playing the game and like even just traveling around the world, like. Cause you've got like a, you've got like a boost and he's also got like your hyper boost, or everyone call it where you just, you just book it and you, you just cover ground. Like when you're just floating through the air with that, with that hyper boost and you just see everything kind of like passing by you, like it's, it's like, it's almost like therapeutic, you know, it's just like, it's so clean and everything's so smooth. And then whenever like a, a dog fight happens and you just have this complete control over the ship and you're just like dog fighting and teleporting and drifting it's just like it's it's magical it's almost like like a doom eternal style smoothness of just like i know exactly what i need to do there's all these different enemy types like i know how i know what i need to do but sometimes doing it can be you know it's it's up to you to do it correctly the better you do it the cooler you feel and that stuff is awesome but there's just so much other stuff that it's annoying like this is a solid eight hour, eight hour game that could easily, that's easily stretched out to 20 if you try to do everything. And that extra 12 hours is not great. Like it's, it's just filler stuff and it's not, it, it, it's annoying to me that, that, that it's even in there. And, and I wonder if that's because neither of us um really connect. I mean, you probably more so than I, but like neither of us, I don't think really connected with the story and the characters in here. Like speaking for no, myself, yeah, no, like, no, no, no. like like they went really deep 
they went really deep with um what's her what's her name Nara Nara's yes Nara's backstory and whatnot well not even her whole backstory um they they, they really just kind of tease these huge Visions plot almost. points and stuff in, in 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 her past and they want you to they want you to want to know more and and you kind of do but it's just she just never resonated with me as a character and 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 I think this is one of those games for me where the gameplay is so phenomenal that it makes up for the parts of the story and 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 design that I don't like. Uh, for me, it was definitely just how they portrayed the character Nara. I mean, I I really could not stand her inner di- her inner dialogue. Like, yeah, at the all. whole whispering thing is is really like it reminded me of. Um, Hellblade. I don't know if you ever played Hellblade, but that game has a lot of that like inner monologue of like of of sort of deceptive thoughts, I guess you could call them. And that is very much like that of where every time she had something to say, it was like she was being like a bad person. And so that's why she couldn't say it out loud. It's like it's like it's like they almost tried to gamify or or make the inner dialogue trope make sense. And it's like it really wasn't necessary, like because. Uh, Forsaken is is a very testy <laughs> AI. Like he he's really not happy about anything at all. Um, like he doesn't he doesn't get yeah. any happy about anything either. No, and so it's like I don't like I don't right, really understand why she constantly felt this need to not say things out loud. Like with some of the characters that you meet, which are are also human, and they're it's got this really weird sort of like traitor sort of vibe to it, to where. She's responsible for this this cataclysmic event that sort of happened, but nobody really knows she is. And so she's trying to like redeem herself. And it's like it's got all these different plot points and it all sort of centers around Nara and Forsaken and their relationship. And I I struggle to say, like, I don't know if it's not well told or if I just didn't care. It's probably somewhere in the middle to where it's it's sort of uh obtuse in many ways where it doesn't need to be but it's obtuse for the sake of moving the plot along or elongating the plot and by the end like you meet all these different characters and i could not tell you the name of any of them except nara and forsaken like the rest of them do not matter in the slightest but it goes out of its way to make sure that you meet these people and i just i don't i don't quite it just it just didn't do anything for me no uh it really it really didn't for me either i just was not a big fan of any of the characters um i i thought maybe by the end forsaken would be my guy but i mean he was just kind of a flat note all the way through and then again like the the way like the way they portrayed nara was very similarly one note you know like it just just never really she never really had a like an arc to her and everything and I feel like all the interesting things about Nara happened in her past. <laughs> like, so like we weren't playing the most interesting parts of her life. I feel like. Right. Right. Her, her redemption arc is, is pretty like the, it, it almost sort of feels like th- this game is not set in a realm of reality in terms of like, you are doing things in your ship that are not possible. You know, like you've got teleporting, you know, you've got all these different aspects and all these different, uh, methods of storytelling that are very supernatural in many ways. And it seems like they were trying to just make that make sense. And that's why they, they have this character that can sort of unlock these things and, and 
gets these different abilities because she's not actually quite human and all these. But like you said, that's the interesting part of her character is that she's not human. Her unlocking these abilities that she used to have isn't interesting. It's the fact of where she comes from is interesting. And they sort of show you that with these with these flashbacks. But and there are cutscenes in, in this game, too. But the cutscenes are usually not um, they're not in the past. If that makes sense. It's usually all stuff going forward. So like you said, it's there's an interesting story here, but it, it just it's lost somewhere. And again, like I, I said, it reminds me of like Star Wars novels and that. I've read a lot of Star Wars novels in my days, and anytime that they're not talking about Luke Skywalker or Darth Vader, you usually don't care. And there's always so many characters and all these subplot lines stuffed into these science fiction stories that they're 900 pages, and they really only need to be need to be about 300 pages. <laughs> like, you I don't really care about with that one. Yeah, probably. I, look, I'm reading that new Star Wars book. It's actually pretty good, but again, you're. I don't care about the guy that found that found the kyber crystal. I just don't. <laughs> like, is a kyber like, crystal I kn- a thing? I, if it, it's yes, it's a thing. Oh, it's, it's still a thing. People, now, there, now there's new crystals. You people are, uh, need to stop the Star Wars. Just stop it. They are attempting. They are attempting to try to redeem Rise of Skywalker. Like that's that's where we're at. Oh yeah, they're trying to fix um, it. Yeah, I heard, yeah, like obviously. Yeah. But so I, I completely agree with all of that about Chorus, and and I, and I think that is a. I think for me, those negative parts hit harder. Um, just just because, again, the gameplay is so well done and so well crafted, and I just hated when they when he made me stop playing the game, and that's a right. good problem to have in a way, um, because there's a lot of times where I'm just like, I I, I want to go to the next dog fight, dog fight to dog fight. That's what that's what I want to do. But then I have to get a new power up and that requires me to go into this sort of node or or or, or, or break in space time and then I'm all of a sudden can't use my boosters and I can't use my weapons and I'm just it's like it's it's like a uh, escort mission almost speed and yeah, it really is, yeah. I'm just like, why are you making me do this? Like tell this story. Like one 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 of the best things about that got a war reboot was how they were telling the story as you were playing it. Like they're like, they didn't stop to tell you like how the things were, why things were the way they were. Whereas Nara does that. Like, it's like you said, the modern game design flaw of, all right, we have a story to tell now. Let's stop all action. And, 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 right. and it happened more times it, it, than it, I it wanted even, it to. It even does like the gears of war thing of just like, not only are we going to stop you, we're going to slow you down. Yeah. So that way, like, you know, as, as if your fingers were to your ear and it's like, I'm in a freaking spaceship. Exactly. <laughs> like, like, I don't have like, to slow what, down here. What are you here? doing? Right. It's, it, it does all of those things. And it's, it's so frustrating because like to, to bring up doom, um, as you always doom do eternal. Exactly. Doom Eternal also sort of has this problem, but not to the same degree. It's it's like Doom 2016 was brilliant because it told the story through very few cutscenes, And most of the time, like you said, it was done while you're playing it. And at the end of the day, you're like, all I want to do is kill demons. But they were smart enough to make the Doom Slayer in Doom 2016. That's all he wanted to do, too. Like they were able to write that, you know, RoboCop style character of just like, I don't care what's going on. I'm here to kill things like stop. Stop trying to shove plot into this. But then it's weird because Doom Eternal kind of flips that and they start adding plot into it. And every time they added plot to it, I'm like, just stop. Just let me just let me kill the demons, man. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, and yeah, and it, 
Chorus is not that bad right. in terms of plot. exactly right. Right. You know, like yeah. like uh, like. Uh, like Doom is definitely one of those games where it's like I came here to kill demons and that's it. Whereas right. uh, and Chorus this, and this, has like, I more came here, meat to it. But I all I want to do is keep introducing because the game it, it is so long, longer than it needs to be because like they do eventually introduce new enemies and new enemy types that you have to actually use like because you've got kind of like your pulse rifle, then you've got your missiles and you've got your lasers and they all sort of serve their own purpose like you can use them on any enemy but the enemies that you want to use rockets on if you don't use rockets it might take longer you know like so there's there is this sort of rock paper scissors gameplay to it and by the end of the game there's like 10 different enemy types and you're constantly trying to to balance all the plates of like okay like i want to take out the red bars first because that's your um, that's usually like your more your your cannon fodder and so but then you're getting you're getting nailed by this this a heavy ship over here that you need rockets on, but you're also trying to do it while you're, you're flying into this mothership to try to take it out. Like it, it does that balancing so well. And you feel awesome when you're playing this game. Like there's like 30 minute chunks of it to where you're just like, you are literally zipping through space. Then you do a freaking fast and the furious 180 turn, shoot some rockets to destroy this giant fucking freighter. Oh, I gotta got mark that down. Giant freaking freighter. And then you swoop into it, take out all of the the power cores for it. It explodes as you're you're zipping out of there. And then you also on your way out, you do a cool little 360 because why not? Because like, why? Because why not? Right. And it, it, right. You, because like you said, you have complete and utter control of the ship. Like it's, it's one of the few flight games that I feel that like I, I, right. I, I want to do a hard turn here and do this drift here. And it just felt like perfect. Uh and again, going back to the beginning of the game, I was almost checked out because I got into those dog fights that you do in in, in these games where terrible, you just do, terrible. Where you're just doing like that circle, that slow circle, yeah. trying to shoot thing. I'm like, this is going to suck. But then you get like 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 we said, you get all these other power ups, and you get you just feel extremely powerful. You have complete control over your ship, and that to me is the best part of this game. Like I feel like this game is so gameplay heavy that it makes up for other imp- other imperfections. It it does. It makes up for them. But what I'll say is like, it is one of the most egregious type of flaws that these, like, and that was kind of the reason I brought up Doom Eternal. It was like, yeah, like it, it peppers in these story moments in Doom Eternal that you really don't care about, but they're so infrequent that you can totally look past them and forgive it. This is on the opposite this is spectrum not as where they're infrequent at all. No, this is more right. Infrequent. And there, there are times where I'm just like, oh my God, stop. Like, just let me play the game. And like, to the point to where there was a couple times, like, I was like, all right, I got to take a break. Like, like you are, you are, you go from such awesome gameplay to where you feel awesome. And then it's like, okay, here's your story moment. We're going to stop you for 20 minutes. I'm like, all right, nope, break time. Like, I can't, I, I don't want to do that. Like it. It's not to the point to where it it ruins the game, but it does teeter on that line far more, far closer than I would like. You know, I don't know, and I mean, I would love to. Uh, one of these days, we might need to uh, kind of just go into what we think good stories and video games are, because I feel like these modern games now they don't grab me story wise and, and character wise. It, it it's really a struggle for me. I don't know if it's just me or are other people feeling no, the same not. way because 
Chorus is not a badly told story. And the story itself is not bad. It's it, it's it's just not engaging. Or, or or rather it feels so video gamey. Like there's something about this story that is it's not that it's just it's not that it's just uh somewhat redundant or 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 um easy to figure out, but rather it's not told in a way that to me matches the gameplay. I mean, the gameplay is so just beautifully tight and quick and fast and furious like but the the story is so just drab and slowly told and and just stretched so far out and like none none of that is in the gameplay like like this character what what she what Nara was able to do she's not badass at all at <laughs> all like like and, and like yeah. like and it's so weird because we're in a time where like all female characters need to be badass, and like and, and you're looking at it like to go back to Star Wars, look at the, like the last trilogy, and you're like, why is Rey even badass? I don't get it. Like it, she shouldn't be, if anything. But like this, this Nara character is a complete boss, and she's just a she's just a snore of a character. Like she's just so sad all the time, and I get that this thing happened in her past, but the problem with the problem with video game storytelling, I feel like is the lack of that arc. Cause by the end of it, she's found a home. I mean, I mean by the end of it, when you start the game, she's found a home. She's found the people to protect. She should have that arc to her. Whereas by the end of it, you, she's feeling a, a lot different, but she's just sort of the same drab methodic, character that is also seen in the way the story's played and what the story actually is and it's just a complete and utter opposite of how the gameplay is yeah it's for for me it i think the disconnect here is well i i guess you could also like this is why naughty dog is as popular as they are right because they have figured out that blend of of not just good storytelling, but, but truly uh, storytelling that complements the gameplay. Like I am not a fan of the last of us part two, but I cannot deny its prowess as a, a inter uh, you know, a story interwoven with a game that, Absolutely. that complement yeah, each other. Like, right. like, and that's where this is like the exact opposite of just like the gameplay doesn't match the story in any capacity. And that's, again, I look at doom 2016 of, that was where they figured it out. It's like, we're going to tell you this story. That's just about like, it's, it's not nearly as deep, as deep as something like naughty dog. Don't get me wrong, but, but it complements the gameplay. Like, and that, that, like you said, this is where it, it just doesn't, it's the complete opposite of, they don't know how to, they just, they, they tell you a story with cutscenes and they look good and they're high quality and they're well rendered because that's what you do. Right. Right. That's how you, right. that, that's how you do it. Like that's how Assassin's Creed does it. That's how, Every other AAA game does it. You know, that's how Gears of War does it. That's how Halo does it. Like, but we, we, I don't want to say we, we, we've gone past it because we haven't, but they, it, it's sticking out more and more because we're getting to the point now to where de- develop, developers are getting better at it. So in probably 10 years, I think we're going to get to that point to where you're going to have cinematic specialists and you're going to have story specialists and, you know, these 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 games that have these stories that want to be super deep and interwoven into the gameplay will get there, but 
But unfortunately, gaming as 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 a medium just doesn't. We're not there yet. Um, not everyone has the talent that a Naughty Dog has, you know, um, or a Sony Santa Monica or something like that. But that's that's where that's where Sony games stick out. But it's look how long it took them to get there. Right. You know, no. Exactly. Them, what, two, yeah. Two and a half like, console generations. It's very yeah, hard so. to do. So I don't want to beat up on chorus like it's the only one that does this i pointed out because of again how good the game is otherwise um like it it and it's it's so good that like it it actively makes the game worse like <laughs> like it it it's really sad because i just want to play the game like there there are very few times in a game to where like i i want to play less of it and this is one of them like if this was a tight eight to ten hour experience and you told the story through in like, just tell the story as I'm playing it instead of taking me out of everything. Like this would be a, a game of the generation contender. Like the gameplay is that tight, but it is that egregious that I'm just like, ouch, like, <laughs> like you guys messed up here. So, yeah, we definitely need to get out of this era of gaming where everything is just so self-serious like, especially when you have developers and, and titles like like Chorus who are capable of making just incredibly fun gameplay. Just like, like, like this, like no hyper, like no hyper probably at all. Like it's incredible fun gameplay, like emphasis on fun. And but there's nothing fun about the story or any other like I'll, there's not even like a your basic comic relief character that's kind of with you. Like you don't have like your, like, you know, like it should be something, this should be a bright spot or a fun spot in, in the way this story is told or, or a cleverness in right. Yeah, like exactly. It should be a cleverness in how the story is told and what the story is to complement the gameplay. Cause again, I can't emphasize enough. The gameplay itself is phenomenal. Uh, the, the one thing I do, I would, might want to change in the gameplay is how you switch to switch your weapons because you have to do it yeah, so it often little, yeah. like probably just making face buttons or something because it might be a little easier but i mean other than that complete it's, control it's, I, I, yeah we we've been we've been praising the gameplay and like i do think the gameplay is is really good but i do think it's you know if i had to rank it it's like an 8.5 to a 9 out of 10 like there, there's a there's a couple things here and there that i think could be better but if they like focused on the gameplay of it and, and really sort of, um, you know, expanded the enemy list and maybe added like a fourth weapon, you know, like they really polished that gameplay. It would be some of the best in of any game I've played, like in terms of an action game. Um, but yeah, like you said, it's, it's pretty close. There are a couple things here and there. Like sometimes the laser can be weird because it, it does, it's never properly explained. Cause like, so like the laser charges, and so it, that would make you think like you want to charge it up and only press the button once. But depending on what laser you have, sometimes it wants you to shoot three or four times in a row, but it doesn't tell you that kind of thing. So there's a lot of little things that you have to sort of remember, um, especially like with the overheating and like the rockets, like there's changing weapons can sometimes be quirky, especially like when you're trying to get away from something because you're, you're going to end up, I guess on a keyboard, it would probably be easier. But there are times where like where I'm, I'm trying to get out of a situation because this very much has that pace of where if you stop, you're doing it wrong. Like you can't, especially later levels, you cannot stop or else you'll, you'll start getting hit like mad. So as I'm trying to get away from everything to be able to switch to my rockets and still keep that momentum can be difficult. Um, that's where like, 
I basically had the weapons mapped to my elite controller back paddles because then I never had to take my hands off. Yeah, see, it. that's yeah, like, that, that's the solution, yeah. basically. Right. So, and it was the solution is buy a two hundred dollar controller. There you go. <laughs> so, but yeah, so I I think we've 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 said everything we can. It's it's a phenomenal game in many aspects. Um, it teeters that line, unfortunately, a little too closely of like the story can really take away from it. My recommendation would be, I mean, the side missions are, most of them are bad. Like, and I, I don't mean that as in like, they're not fun. It's just like, they don't really do anything except give you credits. And sometimes they're, they are simply like, Hey, fly to this area. And it's like, okay, now what? Okay, that's it. And I'm like, all right, that's not. <laughs> yeah. I stopped. Doing, like, I stopped doing side missions early on. Yeah. They, it's, it's yeah. Not, yeah. But, but again, that just goes, that goes back to modern game design. Like we need side missions because that's what you put in games. Like you, you don't, you don't like, you don't just yeah. don't put it in there. Just make it a tight story driven game and you're good to go. Give these people Star Fox, man, like Star Fox, not man, Star Fox, comma, man. Um, Star Fox, man, sounds like a really like, really bad Saturday morning cartoon, <laughs> but Nintendo find these people, give them star Fox and let's go. So, so I, I think it's safe to say that we're going to say you should check this one out. Um, you know, find your pace, find out. Maybe you love the side quest. Maybe you don't, but I think there is enough here. Keep playing the game until you get the drift. If you get the drift and you're still not having fun with it, then you don't know what fun is, but um, <laughs> at least you can say you tried, but it's like I said, it's not perfect got some major flaws, but it is still, I was hooked on this game from start to finish simply because there's so many different locations. The gameplay is a lot of fun. The enemies are fun. Like it looks awesome. There's just, I, I didn't expect it like this. This is the, the pinnacle of when game pass or pass and game pass is firing on all cylinder cylinders. Cause it's like, I heard about this game. I kind of forgot about it. Cause that's what happens in this industry. And you boot it up and you just have a great time from start to finish. Like that's, that's why this is when game pass is awesome. So, and this is exactly why I like this show is <laughs> for games like this. The only thing it needs is co-op. I don't, could you do that? Man, do you have, what if you like crashed into each other? Yeah. Friendly fire co-op. Do it. Do it. Friendly fire co-op. I like it. All right. That's going to do it. You can email us gpopfans at gmail.com. You can email us. Nope. I already said that you can call us and leave a text message or a voicemail. Five seven four six five one nine two five six. Let us know what you like, don't like about Chorus or whatever other game you have played on Game Pass. When it comes to the future, our next episode is going to be on the Cowabunga Twins. How many? How many are there? <laughs> the Cowabunga the Quartet. Quartet. That's I want to say Quin Quintet, but that's five, right? Yeah, well, no, there's, well, there, there are six, seven characters. Right, there's Shredder and as well as April. So what? That'd be Sep, Sep, Septet, Sep, Septuples, Ninja Turtles, Septuples, <laughs> Septuples. That's that that might be right, but it might not. Anyways, we're gonna be talking about Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. We've played it. We've talked about. Or, nope. We played it. We're gonna talk about it because Ninja Turtles rock. Right, that's gonna do with this game. Nope. All right, I'm gonna do this. I got this. <laughs> I got this. That's gonna do it for this episode of Game Pass or Pass. We'll see you next time with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. Good day, sirs. Cray.